Welcome everyone. God bless you wherever you may be. And may the peace of God be with you in this time of war. What I'm going to do tonight, I should have mentioned this earlier actually, is tonight let us do a big picture review. A simplified narrowed down big picture review maybe about the war that we are in. How about that? And to before we begin tonight's program of relevant purposeful news in the right context. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do this tonight. Let's look, take a look at the big picture. And what I'm going to do is really simplify it. By beginning that beginning Let's begin by explaining to everyone that we are in an actual war right now. The war, we don't know exactly when it began, but we know that it began as early as 2015 or 2016 when this guy from New York, Donald Trump, was asked to run for president and something happened in November of 2016, the election where the enemy was already planning the second half of the 16-year plan. And as we've said it many times right there, ladies and gentlemen, they never thought she would lose. Boom. That literally marked the beginning of the situation that we're in now, this war. So this is my little, I just literally made this up a few minutes ago. War timeline, 2016 to 2023. And just for your consideration, and that is when war operations began, and we know back in 20, you know, 2017, a lot of strange things happened. In December of 2016, a lot of strange things happened, with General Flynn being persecuted, and a lot of other things. And by the end of 2017, Donald Trump decides, and his Trump administration decides to run up, roll out their operations. Trump comes out saying, this is the calm before the storm, and he releases his alternative media. His information on protected servers that we have images that suggest that those servers were on Department of Defense servers. But in those four years, folks, we have a lot of war going on. And I'm going to keep this simple. We have Trump accomplishing a lot of things and Trump trying to accomplish a lot of things that he was not able to because they were attacking him with the Russia Russia collusion and many other things. People inside his own administration at that moment during those first four years, like everyone that he hires magically happens to be his enemy. And weird things started happening during these four years that once you were locked, locked in, you knew something was strange. They didn't add up. And we've talked about on this channel that either Trump, during these first four years, is the worst hiring guy and the guy with the worst resume when it comes to hiring a crew. And he is one of the sloppiest, most unreliable guys. Or something had been happening right there. Operations begin. So... We talked about that. And then we had, at the end of 2020, a lot of these strange documents that seem to go along with, this, uh, with an idea of continuation of government 
were released. We've talked about these documents at the end of 2020, and we know at the end of 2020, Trump himself is yelling and screaming. All his attorneys are running around letting everyone know the election was stolen. All the, everybody's talking big and predictions and attorneys, and we're having ceremonies. These Mike Pence's are having ceremonies. 18 days later, Mike Pence is like, uh, sorry, Trump. <laughs> Out of my interpretation of the Constitution. By early 2021, we have people telling us, back in January, 10 out of 10, Trump gets in. All this smoky period, this, this November, December, January, is smoky, cloudy, strange. And that leads to J6, Trump, talking about, yeah, let's go to the Capitol. Yo, uh, Ray Epps, are you out there? Let's go together. Kumbaya. And boom. Change of consciousness, shock, disappointment, tears, a platoon, multiple platoons of patriots that meant well, that just believed whatever Trump was saying to, to them. Boom. Some of them in jail for the next 22 years. And after that, the fake administration inaugurates themselves. This is when I went back to the drawing board, shocked. I did not think. I said it, no way the old man gets in the fake administration. But they did. And before you know it, Trump is having secret meetings with different people, you know, in Mar-a-Lago and putting out false hope along, you know, with Michael Lindell and all these guys, all these predictions. Trump, for the next two years, 21, 20, all of 2021, all of 22, Trump talking about, yeah, I'll be right back sooner than you think. Yeah, there's no way. We can't talk, forget this 2024 thing. We got to fix 2020 and the story on Trump. Listen to what Mike Lindell saying. It's all happening. All of us are excited. All of us, like in January 6th, all of us played again. And in 2022, the persecutions begin against President Trump. And then we're told on his alternative media on online research project, what? We have a new game in town. Shall we play a game once more? We're told in June of 2022. And by the time we get to November, that's where the real games begin, ladies and gentlemen. By November of 2022, Trump, boom, wages war against the GOP. And that's when the polls operation begins. Trump waging war, and then the GOP has never been the same again. Civil war inside the GOP. Trump and the polls operation spill over into 2023. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where we are right now. Everything is about the polls, 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 and because of the polls, it has given birth to what I have been calling on this channel the last several months, what the MAGA psychological operation. Kaboom. And part of this MAGA psyop with the polls is division, chaos, all or nothing. You owe me. Yeah, the new standard for someone running for president. Yo, you better check with me. Yo, you owe me, boy. Forget America. Forget freedom. You owe me. Yo, what about you? What you looking at, bird brain? Just kidding. Right? Total division, chaos. You know, you either worship me or you owe me. What's up, man? And America's devolving into this ghetto gangster, like, while on the left, everyone's wearing masks, laughing it off, killing people, the criminals. Everything is gone. Morally, intellectually, no class. Nobody has any class anymore. It's all gone. And then we're heading right there, people. Personal attacks. Trump, he isolates himself while pushing the, the polls operation and the mega psyop. 
And because, and then there it is. Well, we talked about this this summer. He launches the Trump team launches the culture popularity operation, where it's all about how great. And you see the crowds while Trump is leaning in, telling the judge, "Shut up, dude! Oh, you got everybody. Matter of fact, when I come back, I'm coming after you." Trump egging on his enemies. Everybody is divided. And what will this lead to, ladies and gentlemen? We'll stop right there. That's what's happening. Everyone played in 2021, the fake administration. Obviously, this is a super-duper simplified, you know, big picture. But during that time, the fake regime gets in and destroys all of America and a lot of other things happening, this war in the GOP. We're going to get into that later on. We'll tie it all in. Tonight, we have a great program. And the point of that Summary is common sense. Both where is this going? And that is what the members channel is all about. We've been showing everyone, look at the pattern. Where is this going? And we're going to break that down later on again. But I, you know, kind of bring you guys, it's a different type of big picture. Division chaos is for one reason. Order out of chaos. Hence. And more than ever, before we wrap this up, as you guys can see on this channel, I said, Lord, I don't want to be part of anybody's PSYOP. I've always thought on my own. And the PSYOP on the right is happening, deliberate disinformation necessary. In this big transitional period, we have an echo chamber on the right to counter the echo chamber on the left. And the left doesn't know. The Marxists, they don't know what to do with this echo chamber. Every other day, they're rolling out the Wicked Witch, Hillary, and these other people. They're, we don't know what to do. They're all listening to Trump. And Trump is lapping it off. And we're going to see where all of this is tonight. But something big is happening. And again, this, all of this happened starting in, 2020, in 2016. They never thought she would lose. Now, everyone's going to lose. Big things are on the table. See what you think? To start off tonight, this is shocking. We're going to break this down. We do this a lot on this channel. See what you think. Okay, what is happening? Nothing. Okay, this is a soccer game. What is happening? And what... What is happening? What 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 is happening? What is happening? Ka probleme du amena. Ka probleme du amena. Ka probleme du amena. Du dvi ambulanca me spetsi. Right. There, ladies and gentlemen, shocking situation. You can't make this up. I wanted you guys to see the embrace the moment. Former FC Zurich star Raphael Duan Mena, 28 years old, what tragically passes away after collapsing on pitch in Albanian League. Shocking stuff, folks. And for the sake of completeness, well, you can see 28 died suddenly, collapsed on the field. 
But whatever it is worth, they're telling us, according to Sports Brief, this Dwamena, whoever this guy, what has, has been playing successfully, young, with a what? Implantable cardioverter defibrillator due to a heart condition. Okay. All right. So, no big deal. And that should not change the situation as you're seeing. Obviously, it, it does give you something to think about that you could say, well, maybe it wasn't a clot shot. Let's see if we can talk with a doctor. Yeah, that dude was totally clear to play. And people with these defibrillators, that ain't... Now, if if it was that likely for him to suddenly collapse, he wouldn't even be playing. He would never have been cleared to play to begin with just because he had this defibrillator. That's just for people... Again, the number one reason... Yeah, what happens when you give the clot shot to somebody who has that defibrillator that is so safe, they're clear to play. Get it? Don't let them play. That's just my two cents. Then, you can't make this out, folks. Brazilian reality star, TV star, right? Luana Andrade, what? Dies suddenly at 29. Can you see what is happening? Suddenly, folks. And they're saying, what? A massive pulmonary embolism a day before being admitted to the hospital to undergo an aesthetic procedure has been blamed for her untimely death. Yeah, wonder why she would have a pulmonary embolism so young For anybody that doesn't know, that's a clot in your lungs. And they come out and flat out say, yeah, uh, yeah, um, she had a clot. If you read somewhere down here, they're admitting that it was an actual blood. There it is, massive. The test revealed what a massive thrombosis. Boom. That is the way this works. And folks, to round out this medical jihad that is unfolding all over the world, tragic 15-month-old girl dies from organ failure and cardiac arrest. What? Two days after receiving three vaccines during routine visit. None of these three vaccines which are needed and this is shocking and very, very sad. Be, be aware of that. The good news is this little kid is in heaven now. But, um, you know, this is shocking. And just be aware of that. Again, vaccine industries completely irresponsible. And they're not even to be held accountable for this. Shocking. Ladies and gentlemen, and moving on. Get the word out about those stories. And then we have this abhorrent behavior. Daycare employees. What? Arrested after allegedly running a child. Uh, oh, this is a... They're running a child 
fighting ring. Daycare employees. Child. I mean, you have like dog fighting, and now you have child fighting. This is shocking. Be aware of this. This is in. Right? Unlimited of prosperity in South Carolina. Daycare teachers, and they're facing multiple charges. They're all out on bail. Shocking. And just, and they're encouraging the kids to beat each other up. Add that to the sexual perversion of children, to the vaccines, to the the epidemic of loneliness, fatherlessness, chaos, confusion. Pray for these kids, guys. This is shocking stuff. And while you're you're with thinking about that, how about this? Sick LA charter school. What teachers removed after what? So they're having kids fight, and then where? What's happening in LA? They're what teaching first graders about quote the genocide in Palestine, if you can believe that, at schoolhouse in synagogue. So you could see the radicalization of the children. Shocking. I mean, can we wait? I mean, I could just see Hamas. They're doing that? Hassan? We didn't, even we, we are Hamas. We didn't even believe that they could move that fast. Guys, can we slow down the George Floyd 2.0? I mean, guys, this is worse than George Floyd 2.0. And speaking of this global hatred of Jews. You guys know that yesterday was Veterans Day. So what is the Islamic Caliphate doing in New York? What is happening? Yeah, let's get out of here with this American flag. Get out, look at this, look at the deep. Shocking stuff, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. Think about it. He's covering his face while ripping down the American flags. And the cops are... Look at this. Look at this cop. He can't believe it. This is, by definition, a foreign invasion. There's no doubt about that. Shocking stuff. And while you're thinking of that, then we have this. What is happening? Same thing. New York City. Complete takeover of New York City. The police are barricaded, hiding from the terrorists. And there it is. Look at these Look at the confidence... Again, this is shocking stuff. No other country would ever allow this. And while they're yelling, Allahu Akbar, there it is. Violent Hamas supporters target Grand Central Station in New York. Attempt to breach doors. Police officers shelter inside. Yeah, maybe it was the same police officers that were watching while they were taking down the American flags. There's no other country. I mean, can you... Think about, I mean, and again, folks, this is the Islamic Caliphate glorifying their movement. It's getting biblical. And you guys know, I have not shied away from calling out this demonic movement. And we're going to continue calling out this movement. In the end, the Bible tells me that God will destroy the enemies of Israel. Period. And 
We're going to get to that in a second, but burn. There it is. Children of New York City yell, F the Jews and Allahu Akbar as they ditch school. Per, what? Anti Israel walkout. So you can see this pattern that the children, the same children that have been targeted with the trans movement, are now being indoctrinated heavily and quickly don't forget the Hamas terror attack was only like around five weeks ago don't forget I never in my life thought my daughter would have go would have to go through something like this someone is saying and this is community education council for the leftist district 14 in New York covering Williamsburg and Greenpoint helped to organize an anti-Israel student walkout that took place on Thursday where these children, these kids, could be what? Heard yelling? Things such as F the Jews and Allahu Akbar. I mean, these are children. Shocking stuff. You guys get it. I mean, this is, I mean, you cannot make this up. And on top of that, what in the world? What is happening? Hundreds of Palestinian protesters flood Jewish neighborhood in Melbourne, Australia, right? To intimidate Jews. Synagogue evacuated after mob forms outside Muslims parade with ISIS flags. Nobody should be surprised. This is Obama's ISIS. 100%. So, obviously, we're in biblical times, ladies and gentlemen, and you see the headline that says it all right there, concerning report of Muslim heading to Caulfield, someone is saying, right, this Australian Jewish Association, they're saying a population with a large number of Jews, including many Holocaust survivors, Jewish businesses are reportedly being threatened we have seen some footage of Arabs gathering outside Jewish businesses. Some of the Arabs have dot, dot, dot. So, uh, yeah, um, this is something that everyone should now be thinking. Uh, how does this end? Yeah, we can do our thing here in the U.S. How, how does this end? How does this Islamic global caliphate PR expansion operation explosion, how does this end? This is not like 9-11 where everybody said, well, we're going to go get Al-Qaeda and all this kind of stuff. You better be thinking, yeah, how does this end? Think about it. Maybe this is the most important question tonight. How does this end? You have children all over the world that are being told, kill the Jews. How does this end? Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Let us briefly, we have not on this channel shied away from hammering everyone with the word of God. This is Ezekiel chapter 37 I will be their God. They shall be my people. And Ezekiel 37, verse 21 says what? Then say to them, what? Thus says the Lord God, what? Behold, I will take the people. People is, when you're thinking of what a noun is, a noun is a person, a place, or a thing. Right? We agree on that, right? Right? Hard right? Or far right. Uh, yeah, so 
The Lord is saying, what? I will take the people of Israel. Okay, these human beings from the nations among which they have gone. Okay. Nations, as in nations, not people. Okay, and what? Will gather them from all around. And what? Bring them to their own land. You mean the people will be brought to their own land. So one of them is a, remember, a noun is a person, a place, or a thing. So this, the body, these human beings, are physically being brought to this dirt, this geographic location. Anyone who tries to change the definition of what is being said, they're gaslighting you people, or maybe they are misunderstood. But to continue and to wrap this up, <clears throat> there it is. It's in black and white, folks. And I what? I will make them one nation in the land. Okay. On the mountains of Israel. And it goes on, but before this chapter is over, I want to take everyone fast forward to the end. My dwelling place shall be with them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Okay. And then what? Then the nations will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel. Boom. Uh, I'm the Lord. I'm doing all this moving around and bringing these little people to this particular geographic area. And then as I'm ending this chapter, I'm letting you know, then Turkey, then Palestine, then Iran, then Hezbollah, then Hamas, then Iraq, and Iran, or anybody else. Then all of them, then Syria is going to see that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel. Thank you, Israel, for letting me use you. I am God. I'm using you guys as a tool. Not because you guys are so special. Of course, I have a deal with Abraham. Wink, wink. But I'm using you. I'm borrowing. I'm actually bringing you from all the parts of the earth. I'm bringing you together as a tool so that I can demonstrate my power and who I am to these other stupid nations. Because I am God, and these Muslims, I'm going to destroy these demons. And I'm going to show them that I ain't playing around. That's basically what God is saying. And again, you guys can mark it. Ezekiel 37, verse 28. Boom. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel. So maybe we should all make stickers and cards and send this one verse to every Muslim on this planet to let them know, look, you better read it. What It means what it says and says what it means. Warning. Let's leave it at that. All right, folks. And again, you know, the, the word of God defends itself. Truth is like a lion, folks. Rounding out tonight. We've got a lot of other topics. Let me know your thoughts. And this is sort of a standalone story. See what you think. You'll see why I'm throwing it out. Right there. Senior Ukrainian military officer. What? Quote, coordinated sabotage of Nord Stream pipelines. Okay, that's very believable. Because we know that Ukraine blew up this pipeline, and this is what this report is saying, one of the most significant economic attacks in the history of European Union, the bombing of the Nord Stream natural gas pipeline. 
was orchestrated by a senior Ukrainian military officer that is very believable with ties to Kiev intelligence services. Yeah, under the order of Ukrainian military and Zelensky. I believe that. And the Washington Post is releasing this report, and you guys can look into this, and I think it's interesting that certain hard-right platforms are doubting this because it's coming from the Washington Post, even though it's, like, very believable. And it comes against the, na- the narrative that we have heard the last several years from the fake news media. But yeah, okay, yeah, hard, right? I see that you guys don't want to believe this. Prove that it's wrong. Just because it came from the Washington Post. That, cause, that's because we're in the Great Awakening. And don't look now. We've been saying it on this channel. See, we know. The Washington Post and CNN and... Uh, we already know that any given moment, they're capable of releasing a bombshell. That's why all of them are like, oh, we admit the Hunter laptop was real now. Boom. They're all slowly coming around and releasing real truth. So that is also for your consideration, my friends. All right? Let me know, what you, let me know your thoughts. And, you know, I'm, che- I'm glancing through your comments to see. Uh, <clears throat> don't forget all the ways you can support this channel, folks. And, you know, don't forget that promo code at, you know, mypillow.com, TV. And let's move on. With that said, let's move on to election, you know, election-related stuff. Anyone new to this channel? We start off with culture news and relevant odd news, you know, weather underground news, vaccine deaths. Then we go to foreign news and wars and all this stuff, and we work our way. We like to end with local, national, relevant, storm-related, election-related type news and things that show us what direction things are going. So, with that said, things are happening, and what I want to do is see... Okay, we have a report I want people to listen into, so we talk, we've been talking... Uh, we've been demonstrating to everyone different scenarios about what might happen in the upcoming election. Will there be an election? Let's assume that there will be, and we are looking at the dynamics of the upcoming election and the primaries and the spoiler role, and check out CNN. It's coming out, putting out this report on the effect of the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. effect. See what you think? This is a big, big deal. New polling says potentially, yes, RFK Jr. declared last month he'd run as an independent. Rumors swirling this morning that retiring Senator Joe Manchin could be considering the same. With us now, senior data reporter Harry Anton. Harry, good morning. Let's start with RFK Jr. Yeah, let's start with RFK Jr. And he is getting, look at these loads of likely voters choosing RFK in key swing states. 24% in Arizona, 23% in Georgia, 25% in Michigan, see 19% in Nevada, 21 in Pennsylvania, 21 in Wisconsin. High teens, low to mid-20s across the board. And that is historic because independents who polled over 20% within a year of the election 
We got RFK Jr. There hasn't been anybody polling this high this late since Ross Perot in 92, John Anderson in 80, George Wallace in 68. And of course, all those folks ended up with at least high single digits, if not all the way up to near 20 percent in the case of Ross Perot. Uh, Harry, I think George H.W. Bush had some thoughts about Ross Perot and his impact on 1992. What impact could RFK have on the Biden-Trump matchup if that happens? Yeah, remember those New York Times polls that we spoke about earlier this week, and they were such bad news for Joe Biden. But look at this. The Biden versus Trump margin without Kennedy, look at that. We see Trump up by five in Arizona, five in Pennsylvania, 11 points in Nevada. You add Kennedy, look at this. You end up with a tie in Arizona, a tie in Pennsylvania, and that lead gets cut down to six points in Nevada. So Kennedy could, in fact, be a spoiler for Donald Trump, at least according to this poll. Of course, I will note, Phil and Poppy, he's not the only potential third-party candidate who could play a role. Joe Manchin, of course, announced that he's retiring from the Senate from West Virginia. There's thoughts of him running as a no-labels party candidate. Look at this. Ten percent of registered voters said that they may, in fact, vote for him. So this year, we could end up with a major party candidate winning the race with far less than 50 and maybe less than 40 percent of the And vote. that's number right there, folks. Keep that in mind. Of course, these polls, yeah, these polls real. We're caught up in disinformation. Nobody knows what's real. That's the point. But, well, it changes the entire nature, this whole third party thing. I feel like we're in Europe somewhere, where it's like a trillion parties that are running and just need like 30%. Yeah, you're the winner. Uh, I would think that would make it easier for Trump, but then you see these examples. RFK Jr. is stealing votes from Trump, so could go either way, but you would think that when if, if the elections are fair, this is a slam dunk for Trump. If the elections are fair. Because Biden... If he is going to run, well, we shall find out. Let's come to that later. First, let's round out with some interesting issues. Yeah, what is happening here? What is going on? (laughs) Mike Johnson unveils his new budget plan. And it's already causing controversy. What is happening, folks? You guys probably, a lot of you guys probably know this. That, yeah, he's unveiling this plan that involves what? Being dubbed a a, a ladder CR, continuing resolution, which essentially breaks the normal process down into two steps instead of one. And he is trying to put out these two separate budgets. Like it says here, that's being done in an attempt to appease the budget hawks in the GOP caucus. Yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell, he's doing all of this to please Matt Gates, really, and whatever, maybe one or two of his little friends. But the problem, something is happening here. And this resolution, like someone is saying, the untested funding approach is aimed at appeasing far-right agitators in the GOP conference who despise continuing resolutions. And uh, just be aware that there, like it says here, ah, well, the controversy comes in what? When you consider whether this actually means anything different than just passing a regular continuing resolution, while this novel continuing resolution approach would split the expiration dates up 
with some facets expiring in January 19th and other facets expiring February 2nd, what? One big problem is what? It remains there, what? Are no budget cuts. What? Oh, this is laugh out loud. And then we have Chip Roy is coming out, get at, saying it's 100% clean and I 100% oppose. Right? They're all ready. And like the writer said, remember the entire season, excuse me, the entire reason McCarthy was voted out by the Gang of Eight, led by Gates, is that the 8% spending cut he was negotiating wasn't enough. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Now it looks like there will be no spending cuts at all, with yet another clean CR kicking the can down the road. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a little bit on the Laugh Out Loud, and be aware of this, it's, you know, kind of like the Tie it all together, Johnson's plan to avoid shutdown already on life support. <laughs> Laugh out loud. But um, be aware, as we already discussed, he is trying to split the, this continuing resolution. And Politico is coming out saying Johnson has told members he plans to bring the plan up for a floor vote on Tuesday, but his chances, his chances already seem bleak. The speaker said on the call Saturday... He expected some Republicans to vote against it and that they would need some, there it is, they're going to need some Democratic backing, right? There! The minority party has already signaled they would only support a so-called clean stopgap bill. So be aware of this back and forth. And, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Pierre is coming out. Democrats have trapped Republicans in their own doom loop no matter what plan to fund the government is put forward enough republicans will reject it either kill the plan outright or force speaker johnson to beg for democratic votes exactly and i just want to throw this out because to kind of round this topic out just be aware of this now back to shutdown theater and the magical disappearance of the gop be aware that the shutdown is looming by the end of this week, as I understand it, and just be aware of this. Like it's sad. I just want people to see, like the writer says, you have to feel sorry for Speaker Mike Johnson. He means well. He's learning why they refer to the Speaker job as herding cats. In Johnson's case, he's wrangling vipers. And even when Republicans do the right thing, someone in the caucus always has to muck it of and up. And someone is saying that we're ungovernable. So. This is really what Johnson is facing, and we're staring down the barrel of another government shutdown, which can only potentially be prevented, like what, like we said, showed in that other article, unless Johnson, if Johnson deals and pleases the Democrats. Boom. And we're going to do this the rest of the year and into next year so that people can see with their own eyes the nature of a lame duck Congress and why the Matt Gates stunt was just that. But I'm Matt Gates. What? Let me hurry up and get my documentary out. You know, I need the votes. 
Guys, just laugh out loud. And I'm sure he means well. And we love Matt Gates, right? But yeah, come on, guys. Everyone's being played while he's rolling out his promotional documentary, How I Did This. Uh, what? We are spending even more? There's no spending cut? <laughs> hey, but hey, both for me. Both for me. But anyway, folks, if you think that is bad, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, this is also part of reality. Speaking of Mike Johnson, <laughs> but again, this is right up, right up, uh, you know, we're, I'm, I'm liking him even more and more. New House Speaker Mike Johnson says, what? There is insufficient evidence at the moment to begin formal impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden. <laughs> laugh out loud and some of these people on the hard right they don't like this and and yeah dude you can read what they're all saying and in the end he is sounding like Mike thank you like McCarthy same thing you can change the person and believe the echo chamber of the mega echo chamber and the hard right but in the end people will see that and the real issue all joking aside the real heavy lifting of what needs to do what needs to be done to advance what's happening this great awakening and to darkness to light and to get documents out the real heavy lifting has already been done that's the point of McCarthy's first nine months while he was catering to the left. He was like, I'm, I guess I'm, according to Gateway Pundit, this rhino, I am weak. Uh, let's open up all these investigations. I'm still weak. Uh, let's open up the inquiry into Biden. Uh, let me get back to being, that's what this is about. <laughs> and I've been saying it forever. But how our friend here can spot, you know, spin a new operation and get some, cool things done we the message has been sent to the left and to the centrists that don't like matt gates so it's probably going to be harder for him but let's see what happens folks let's see what happens you know hopefully let's pray for him i'm with mike i like this guy a lot let's do it but it's a lame duck congress we'll see what happens you know and all we do know is that the real action begins starting in january all right, folks. <clears throat> With that said, is everyone being played? What is happening? Folks, you guys know it. I don't like the talking echo chambers. I think on my own. Trump and the MAGA team, they have the polls, 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 24, 7, 365. Polls, polls, polls. Look at the polls. The polls are always... The polls are always very friendly to Trump. Trump never goes down in a poll. He just goes up and up and up. And he's got the rappers, these the same two or three rappers rapping about town. And Trump, he's the culture operation. He's hanging out with Joe Rogan. He's hanging out with the Ultimate Fighters. He's doing. He's. We get it. <laughs> Look at the polls. I'm sorry, the, poll, the, poll, the So when Trump endorses someone for these big elections, the dude is destroying the polls by fifty, sixty points. Anyone that he endorses should win by a landslide, right? <laughs> what? The people Trump is endorsing lost? Run right 
McDaniel! Ryan McDaniel! It must be Ryan McDaniel's fault! I told you guys that's what happened. Ryan McDaniel! Ryan McDaniel! It's gotta, it must be Ryan McDaniel! Except that Bernie at Truth on RTV ain't buying any of it. And folks, I love what has unfolded this weekend. Don't take it from me. Listen very carefully and watch Laura Ingram's face. Inflation. But I'll no. definitely defend my record as chair. Listen, yeah, I mean, Ron, I think, Ron, I, think I, I agree with you. Let me just say, I, I mean, all that, all that you just said, I, I couldn't agree with more. But, and, and you're right. I mean, obviously, that, that, that should be a key focus. But I, I know you believe in accountability. You, you talk about it all the time. I mean, everyone, I mean, I'm accountable. So you're right. Okay, that's what I asked you when you went into another, you know, another yeah, I was going to go there. Sorry. I took. Ah, stop right there. What headlines were we seeing in a lot of the websites? That was a headline. Laura Ingram calls out Ronna McDaniels. Yeah, you're going into this other conversation. But is that the real headline? Uh, what else is happening in this, in this conversation? Too long on the answer, but I was getting there. I'm not trying okay. to avoid anything. All Let right. me promise you that, Laura. Listen, when, when Vivek didn't vote in 2016, I was leading Michigan to the first win in history in 30 years. In 2018, we defied the odds. We got three senators, people like Josh Hawley, that allowed President Trump to build the largest conservative majority on the Supreme Court. In 2022, the RNC, which is a yeah. turnout machine, right? We're not the messengers. We don't create the messages for the campaigns. Those are the consultants who get very, very well paid. Well, one of the things, they, they, Arana, that happened was... Uh, Here it is. Yeah, call her out. Get, go ahead, Laura Ingram. Hit her I with it. I think in Virginia, people were wondering where the money was, whether they were going to get some help from the RNC. And I, I know it, at one point you said that, that you were not asked for money in Virginia, but a source, a Republican source familiar with the Youngkin team in Virginia told the angle late tonight that that is false. <laughs> And well, there, just, meaning your story keeps changing. Anyone who thinks Virginia Republicans wouldn't want to help when we knew we'd be outspent isn't being serious. You know, Rana, well, they were Lord, outspent by $8 million. <laughs> there it is, right? Laura Ingram is on top, right? This secret source in the Youngkin team is calling this out, right? Glenn Youngkin and, and it did a phenomenal job and he raised a lot of money. A lot of people don't understand fundraising. I can't raise state dollars. I don't get unlimited convention and, yeah. and state dollars. Uh, and these were state House and state Senate races. The RNC is a federal it. committee. So, I mean, come on. Can you just, right. this, these are people who come after me all the time. There are- <laughs> right there and she runs out of time. On Twitter, they're all the time. And let's see their results. What did they do in Virginia? How much money did they yeah. give? But let me stand by something else. In 2022, Ronna, we, we got, took back yeah. the House. And the RNC's yeah, part Ronna, of that. We We're building the road. And yeah. we're launching Bank Your Vote. We've got to all do right. that. Ronna, we need we people to roll, vote early. Thank you. <laughs> right there, folks. <gasps> and what I'll do is I want you guys to see. Let us go back. What is it that Ronna McDonough just said? I hope everyone heard what she said. And let's do this in slow motion. She said, what? A lot of people, what? Don't understand fundraising. I cannot, can't, I can't raise state dollars. Boom. <laughs> I don't 
get unlimited convention and state dollars, and these were state house and Senate state Senate races. Boom. <laughs> the RNC is a what? Federal committee. Boom. <laughs> so come on, and she called her out. Right? There. It's, it's, she's not even able to give them money. But, again, you decide. I, and I said it, that this was a sort of made-up talking point. Boom. And that's why you saw Laura Ingram like, oh, I see. Boom. So the Yunkin secret source put this narrative out, and it worked. Because what was everyone talking about this week? It was Ronna McDaniel, Ronna McDaniel, Ronna McDaniel. It worked. Yeah, except the fact that she only deals with federal money. Boom. And all of these were state races. I think it's interesting, but I, I'm only doing this again. Not you know, I joke around. I don't need any villains. It's not even. It's just I want people to see how information warfare works. This is just like MSNBC. By the time people figure out the actual rules is at the end of the interview with Laura Ingram. Oh, by the way, before you let me go, Laura, this is, I'm actually part of the federal. <laughs> by then, everybody's absorbing the more sensational headline. Get it? And why am I making a big deal about my new villain? After I showed everyone the other day that Trump endorsed her multiple times, where have we seen this? There goes that Trump endorsing the wrong people. To wrap up the Ronna McDaniel story, and then we have a couple other stories. Uh, hey, uh, Ronna, are you done yet? Uh, I see that you're making your rounds. I see you're at CNN now. Hey, Ronna, are you tired? Because I see you're going to all these different stations, right? I think we're going to have to talk okay. about this. Uh, former President Trump, who is the far and away front runner. Uh, said in a what was supposed to be a Veterans Day message, quote, in honor of our great veterans on Veterans Day, we pledge to you that we will root out the communist, Marxist, fascist and radical left thugs that live like vermin within the confines of our country. And then he went on. I mean, vermin in a Veterans Day message. How is that different from the now infamous deplorables comment that Hillary Clinton made. I'm not going to talk about candidates that are in a contested primary. That's you can talk but, to you him can about what that? he's saying. You can talk to him about what he's saying. I, I haven't seen the whole speech, but no, what I will a, say is, on social media. you know, obviously we support our veterans and we're in a primary right now. And the RNC is doing our best to make sure we're getting um, our candidates visibility as we are taking on Biden. And this is what I hear every day, Dana. People can't afford groceries. They can't afford to fill their car up with gas. They think this country is on the wrong track. They want to see our party fight for them, and they want to see us win in November. If those are the issues... Wait for it. Here it is. If you end up having Donald Trump as your nominee, and if he is convicted of a crime, do you believe that he would be the appropriate nominee for the Republican Party? Whoever the voters choose is the appropriate nominee. Even if, even if he's a convicted criminal? I know this is newsworthy, but as party chair, I'm going to support who the voters choose. And yes, if they choose Donald Trump, the voters are looking at this and they... <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. Laugh out loud. That's what this is all about what is this? 
RNC Chair McDaniel, what? We will support Trump as GOP nominee, even if he is convicted criminal. <laughs> right? I am Ryan McDaniels. I'm taking these bullets. Everybody. By the way, that thing, the Senate, that has nothing to do with me. Well, uh, yeah, we would support Trump, even if he's convicted. <laughs> Guys, this is why I'm always saying... Logical thinking, people. That's the reason Trump supported her in 2020 and congratulated her and Trump has endorsed her. That is the reason. But understand how this process works. If you ask me, all opinions are my own. You want to disagree with me? Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> But that, to me, is crystal, crystal clear. Come on. To round out tonight, a couple other stories. And yeah, <laughs> right? We have this. Harris files primary paperwork in South Carolina ahead of 2024 election. <laughs> I guess they're going to go all the way with it, right? Think about it. Vice President Kamala Harris traveled this week to South Carolina to file paperwork on behalf of the fake resident ahead of 2024 election. You decide. What are they planning? But a couple other things, really, a couple of Trump-related stories before we wrap. Then we have this. What? President Trump, what? Pledges to end Ukraine war before even taking office. Really? <laughs> Guys, this is almost laugh out loud. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, shortly after I win the presidency, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled. Really? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is either like a major grandiose disease or this guy knows something that we don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, Trump, uh, why don't you save a few thousand, tens of thousands of lives and push that magic button now? Oh, uh, hey, look, I got to be in the White House for me to push that magic. No, just call, you know, talk to Putin. Talk to him on Telegram. Or... You guys know it. Everybody else seems to have no problem visiting Putin. <laughs> Yo, dude, go to Russia right now and be like, yo, let me end it for you now. All right, you guys get it. I'm only pointing to these improbable, grandiose headlines, the things that Trump says that really, if you believe the optics, that's totally laugh out loud. Dude, you can't, he, like, dude, what? what? <laughs> Blow it down with the narcissism. Just kidding. <laughs> Only a narcissist would say that unless they had some other information, something. Nobody could end the war in 24 hours. What is he saying? In one day, like, come on. Um, But, of course, unless the war is real. And they never thought she would lose. And something is happening. This process that we are explaining, we are under PSYOP A. Don't forget. I'm under this psychological operation. In case anyone doesn't know, ask somebody in the comment section. All right. 
know what I'm saying. And then to round out tonight, uh, yeah, um, does anybody see anything strange? Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> Trump, what? Ask court to what? Televised January 6th election interference trial? Really? Now I wonder why the Trump team would want that to happen. There it is. Look, they're filing this motion to have the, his election interference televised, this trial televised through the Justice Department, though the Justice Department has already, what, voiced opposition to that? Really? Now, why would the Justice Department be worried about that trial being televised? <laughs> Think about it, people. It's all unfolding. There it is. The first time in American history an incumbent administration has charged its main leading electoral opponent with a criminal offense. The lawyer is saying President Trump calls for sunlight. There it is. Every person in America and beyond should have the opportunity to study this case firsthand and watch it. Watch as if there is a, a trial. Right? President Trump exonerates himself of these baseless and politically motivated charges. Right? There, Trump holding the Trump card in his hand. A uh, DOJ, a judge. I got this card in my hand. I need all television. All I need cameras on this before I release it. Focus. Logical thinking. Focus on the mission. Ascension. Above. The echo chamber. Let me know your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. That wraps it up for me. I love every single one of you folks. And that is why we put out more and more materials on the member channel. If you're not a member, go to the link in the description box or go to truthonrtv.com and click on members and sign up there. And you can check out samples of the members' latest right here on the homepage. And you can check it out. There she is again. Complex. Future scenarios, part one and two from this past week. See what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, and, you know, check out all the different links, resources, and much more on that website, truthonrtv.com. Let me know your thoughts. May the peace of God be with you. And I will see you, folks. Tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern. Let me know what you think. Love it up. See you tomorrow. God bless.